What's up? What's up? What's up, Tyler? What's up? What's up? How are you? I'm chilling, chilling. You know, it's a good little morning. It's been a good little morning. Can't, can't, uh, can't complain. Another day, another dollar. <laughs> okay, you ready to? Uh, did you look over the topics or? Yes, okay. I did. So you ready? As ready as I'll ever be. Okay, let's get into it. Three, two, one. Welcome to the episode of Savage Town TV's podcast, Blunt Talks. This is your host, A.B. Brisley. And again, I have joining me, my one of my favorite guests, Talia. How you feeling? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. How you feeling? How you living? I'm feeling good. Um, What's today? Wednesday? Uh, mm-hmm. I think we, we did, it's been like, what, a week since the last one we did? Mm-hmm. Just about. Uh, what have you what you what did you get into this weekend? Did you get into anything? Anything happened? Anything interesting we're talking about? Um actually this weekend was my first weekend home because as you know, Florida's freaking busted wide open, like you can really do whatever. So this is actually <laughs> my first weekend home. I did nothing but literally sleep, eat, and eat some more. And it was great. So that sounds good. So you had a nice relaxing week. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. What about you? Um, I record, I filmed a episode, I, well, I filmed, a, I did another interview, okay. um, uh, with a, she's a songwriter and producer, it'll be coming out probably in, like, two weeks, um, okay. I've been trying to fi- use murals around Atlanta, mural, they have a lot of murals around here by Black mm-hmm. artists, and I've been trying to make murals my background for, uh, for my interviews, Instead of like going into a studio or something like that, only awesome. thing is, only thing is, it's hard to do it when there's. <laughs> <laughs> so like even I even found a place that was almost desolate and it's still well I still have to wait for them to they're gonna send the audio today but um they were saying it's still too loud and this was like off off the like it's kind of in the not even in the mix it's kind of on the back back street. And I was like, that should be perfect. And it still wasn't working. So, but hopefully it's good enough for me to put out there because definitely need to put some interviews out. So let's see. Nice. That's, that's about it. Um, let's, yeah, that's about it. That was eventful. Um, okay, okay. Nothing this week is really going well now. I, well, I watched the football and my team lost, which was oh, terrible. Oh, damn. That was god awful. It was on Monday night too, so it was like prime time, and it was just like everybody. Damn. It was horrible, and everybody thought it was a great game, but uh, <laughs> my team lost, and it really wasn't. <laughs> okay. It was, it was honestly bad. So. So everyone right. was bad. Yeah. So it was, <laughs> it, was, it was. Monday night was pretty. Monday night was pretty. It was pretty sick for me. It was. It was pretty sick. Okay. My 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 week didn't get started off the best. Not at all. Okay, let's get into it. Um, some interesting things that I saw was celebs are out here making change, um, using their platforms to go against some things we need to the criminal justice system. Uh, I found that Al Harrington, it was Al Harrington, he has a, a marijuana company called Viola. Have you ever heard of it? Yeah, I think I actually have. Okay, so he's always been pushing like he he went all in with the marijuana business, and he's one of the few people that were able to attack legislation. So 
I think that's really um, a really important factor just because a lot of people don't think of like actually like changing laws when it comes to certain things. When it comes to like passing legislation, they kind of skip over that that uh, part mm-hmm. of it. When it comes to making change, they kind of forget you do got to change the laws and go through the government and things like that. Mm-hmm. But, um, but what I found was that was interesting. It was this, that that he got about 150 notable celebs and professionals to basically write a letter to uh asking pardons of all nonviolent cannabis uh offenders mm-hmm. so i want to hear your thoughts on that and then i'll i'm gonna read an excerpt from mm-hmm. itself or i can read it first up to you <laughs> okay yeah you can go first what do you think on that um i mean i definitely think that's long overdue like at this point as soon as they started making weed legal in certain states, they should have been releasing them from the jump. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. It's, I mean, America is already backwards in so many ways, but this is just one of those ways. Like, it's just backwards for people to be out here smoking illegal drug and people being locked up over something they did, what, 20, 30 years ago? And mm. it's just, yeah, we know it's unjust and, like, not that I care what celebrities think, but I mean, maybe some might have some power to do something. So if that's what it takes, then that's what it takes. Okay. Okay. Um, I definitely agree. It's been a lot. It's, it seems way overdue, uh, especially with like marijuana and how it affects uh, the black and brown and minority groups in general. Um, a lot mm-hmm. of people, most people know someone or has someone in their family that has been affected by something like that, especially with like marijuana. And it's usually nonviolent. It's usually like the smallest things. A couple months back, I had seen a story about a lady who was in jail for like 30 plus years for like maybe like not even an eighth of weed or something like that. Mm-hmm. And she had just been lost in the system and so many people that are lost in the system. So it's definitely unfortunate. But I'm going to read this excerpt from the letter. Um, so people mm-hmm. get what was going. On. It says relief from the federal war on marijuana would not only be just; it would also be good policy by advancing public safety and economic prosperity. A general pardon poses a low risk to the American public by expunging records and releasing the last remaining prisoners of federal marijuana pro. Those who will have their sentences commuted comprise a small percentage of the federal prison population and are incarcerated only for nonviolent marijuana offenses. All other beneficiaries of a categorical pardon represent on an even lower risk since these people are already living peacefully among their neighbors. And I think that's really good because, one, I think when it comes to just the prison system anyway, I think people should look into things that crimes that are like nonviolent. There's a, there's a lot of times that you'll get more prison time for doing something nonviolent than someone that like committed murder. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like we already know prison systems don't work. We already know the rates at which people like rehabilitate, I think is the word. I studied criminal justice. I should know this, but the rate at which people commit (laughs) crimes after they get out is very high. So we already know that it doesn't work. So Mm -hmm. like, I don't know. I feel like it's pretty self-explanatory. People in jail for something that's legal now is just fucked up and out of pocket (laughs) there's not really much more i can say i don't know i feel like especially when we have white people who are benefiting making millions in this industry like just 
full-fledged freedom to do whatever they want because it's an industry that's not super heavily regulated right now is crazy. Yeah, it, it, it's, I think what he was, I think it just, he kind of just shed a little light on the fact that just prison in general, I think, of course, we need to reform the whole thing, but I think this would be a great step in one reform and it would show that the government is willing to make change and with joe biden especially with all the things that he was saying before to get elected i think he needs to definitely do this it would look good look good for him for one and it would be him putting like you know because he made a lot of politics do and for you to say if you're if you don't vote for me you're black and then that this uh letter definitely if they were, if he was to go through with it, would definitely provide a lot of support for the black community. I think it's like kind of owes it to mm-hmm. to at least look at this seriously. I haven't really heard anything on it, but mm-hmm. we're, we're gonna see. But I just want to go with that real quick because I thought that was was dope. Because a lot of people think, especially in time and age, that celebrities kind of be uh, detached, kind of don't really care what's going on. And it was a lot of people that had. Uh, well, Al Harrington, Drake, um, Killer Mike, Meek Mill, Deion Sanders, Kevin Garnett. Um, it was a, it was a lot of uh, people that were notable. Even thing when I saw Drake, that kind of surprised me. Honestly, I was mm-hmm. like, considering he's Canadian, you know. But it was yeah. definitely was a, definitely dope to see that. Um, another good thing that I saw was about Rick Ross. He gifted his son William Roberts his own Wingstop location for his 16th birthday. I thought that was really dope. Um, Rick Ross always talks about entrepreneurship and to give his son a something that he can do by himself and that he can make his own money from. I think that's dope. So I wanted to just hear your thoughts on, you know, entrepreneurship and just, you know, generational wealth, things like that. And the importance of being able to pass and give your family sometimes ownership instead of maybe just money. or. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I hope he gave him it with like a store manager like I hope that was part of the deal because I feel like that's a lot of responsibility at 16 like (laughs) you should still be being a kid at 16 like that's just Mm -hmm. me like I'm not a parent but that's just like a personal opinion but like contingent on the fact that like this whole thing comes with a store manager a financial advisor and all those things then yeah like it's great like why wouldn't you do that like you own a bunch yourself like it's only natural that you take care of your children like you aspire like parents aspire in this lifetime to give their children more than what they had so He's doing what he should be doing, I think. Yeah. Okay. How do you feel about um, sometimes celebrities that say they don't want to give their children like any any access to their money and they basically have to start from zero? Mm, That's definitely like depends on the person. I feel like that's a person by person thing Mm because like with my parents, they're Caribbean. My dad grew up with basically a lot less than me and a lot of the things he does get mad about are opportunities that I have now that he didn't have. But my argument to that is always like, this is what you wanted for me. You wanted me to have a life full of like freedom to do whatever I want. So I feel like that's what you should want for your children. You should, you should not want, I don't think it's natural to want your children to struggle the same way. Like it's kind of like when, mm -hmm. no, my God, that was like the end of the statement. I was gonna go on a tangent. You can't go. No, no, no. I wanted to hear the tangent. I want, that's why. That's why. I, that's why I, I was like, oh, she's about to go on a tangent. I was like, no, because well, like, there's like this. There's like this argument on the internet of like people who feel like people in their twenties who are um, 
whose parents are providing for them more are like less hardworking. And I don't agree with that statement. I think you're just mad. Like you're mad. Like you shouldn't be upset that someone is being taken care of of their parents who are working to do that. That's what you should aspire to do. That's what you should aspire to have. Right, right. And I think it's kind of weird because usually those same people that will say that are the same people. If you ask them, well, what do you want to do? And it's, I want to provide generational wealth. I want to be able to give my kids this and give that. It's like, well, it's the same thing. It's just that their parents just did it a generation before, maybe a couple of generations before. I don't think, um, I think it's kind of ignorant when you kind of try to hold, everybody's different. Like some people's, not everybody's on the same level here. Not everybody reaches generational wealth at the same time. If somebody's parents or their parents already accomplished that then they've like and it's not something that should be um so yeah i definitely think that's kind of that's kind of (laughs) off um i will say uh when it comes to with another thing well yeah i think it's weird (laughs) when um, people when people know when like parents charge their students would charge their their own children rent to live in the house i'd be like like I'd be I mean, like, wait, what? Like I have a friend, like he 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 stays at his yeah. mom's house, and she just is he in like his twenties? Yeah. I mean, I feel like at, if my parents were to tell me like right now to start paying rent, it wouldn't be completely off guard. Like I feel like when you okay, I feel like the idea that you cut a kid off when they turn eighteen is fucked up because you don't just switch until adulthood. Right. But if you're in your twenties, like your parents will try and wean you off. Like, my mom's trying to make me pay my phone bill. And, you know, <laughs> I'm going to do it. <laughs> I'm going to do it. But I'm going to have Metro. I'm, gonna have I'm metro. sorry. It's just that you said wean me off. And then the first thing you said was your phone bill. I'm like, damn, I've been paying my phone bill since I was 16. <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't. I have not been paying my phone bill. That's lit. Nah, that's lit. That's good, though. And if I did, I would have Metro. Like, just wait. That's what's going to happen. Because what the hell? Um, I would. This. They're not um they're not uh did not sponsor this but i always tell people just look in the t-mobile um i know people say it's trash i know people say it's trash but i'm just like looking i just say look into it i'm not gonna say much i'm just gonna say look into it um <laughs> i know you probably like the color pink as well um so and you don't like pink but continue no you don't like pink you know what you know what talia after i really just thought about it for a second yeah, because I feel like you you don't go with the expected, so that would that's almost expected for, for yeah. I understand. Actually, what what is your favorite color? I'm just gonna what what is it? It's black, and don't say that it's a shade because we're gonna keep going. Like I don't want to hear. Uh, no, black's wait, what? Black's definitely a color. That's a People definite color. Tell me it's a shade, so I don't know. A shade of what? Mm-hmm. I have yeah, no idea. Some- yeah, somebody told me black was a shade. I'd be like, yeah, I don't, I don't understand what you're saying. But <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, I just, I don't know. That doesn't make sense. But, um, oh, crap, my laptop. Oh, shit. Okay. All right. Moving on from that. Um, Yeah, but, yeah, don't. I don't know. I still think it's kind of weird to, 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 to charge your kids rent. Don't get me wrong. If, if they, like, mm-hmm. if they pushing over 25, you know what I mean? But it's mm-hmm. crazy out here, though. It used to be like I, it's not like back in the nineties. Like it's expensive to live to to be mm-hmm. able to live by yourself, and depending on how you want to live, it's just mm-hmm. with COVID. Everything happened with COVID. 
you know, oh yeah, we're in a recession right now. In case people don't know, and then people don't even understand like inflation and how that really affects mm-hmm. you. Like people think it's something to not even think about. Because I even not to even go on this little tangent about crypto, but just quick, I tell everybody like even if you're not into crypto, like you don't have to watch no videos, you don't have to do nothing. But I would tell you to stable coins and to put your your money, some money aside there, just purely off an of interest rate because you can get five to 7% interest on your money while most banks are just going to struggle and, and consider it a handout if they give you 1%. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. inflation's at 3%, already losing 2%. <laughs> so you really already, you're mm-hmm. not gaining shit. They're giving you money, but then they're taking two on the... It's really like a terrible... It's, it's really horrible. But people don't really try to pay too much attention to it. I don't know if you're into crypto or anything like that, but I just wanted to real quick um okay, okay. uh cj mccullum he him just a 300 acre vineyard and winery out in out in carlton oregon and i wanted to just talk about uh just the importance of one buying land how do you feel about that how um mm-hmm. just um would like to you know, get into all the real estate and things, but I tell people don't forget about, you know, land, just buying an acre of land and doing whatever you want on it. Mm-hmm. Just about that and just about, you know, hearing that a uh, NBA player, a guy, someone in the black community purchased a 300-acre vineyard. So it was pretty dope, um, definitely. And I love wine as well, so I'm getting into okay. it. So I, I was pretty dope to see that. I don't know if you're a wine drinker. Yeah, no, I definitely am. I went to a vineyard, like, last month, and it was really fun. Mm, do um, they serve cheese? Yeah, they have like little stuff it. like you can make a charcuterie board if you want. Oh, <laughs> I think those things are so funny. I don't know why. Make yourself a charcuterie board. It's like a fancy lunchable. It's like, all right, I got it. I'm with it, though. I got it. Yeah, it's definitely a vibe. But yeah, obviously, that's awesome. It's obviously important to own land um, just because we know that's how the white people in this country made their wealth to begin with they stole the land from everyone and continue Mm -hmm. to do it like imperialism in general all over the Mm -hmm. world is how Mm -hmm. people are making money so i mean if black people can get their hands in it as much as possible then you know we'll obviously build more wealth um the same way i'm encouraging the people in my family who are paying off their houses like when you're done like don't sell like that's what i trying to do because you know it's important to own that stuff and to have it be yours so you can Mm -hmm. say that you have something and pass it down to your children all that good stuff but also i feel like in this case like i don't know if he's married to a black woman but um okay i mean you know what i'm gonna shoot and i'm pretty sure Susan mccullum is married you know what Go look it up. Look it we up. And if he... No, 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 no. You keep going. I'm going to, by the time I look it, by the time you finish talking about it, it's going to take two seconds. CJ McCombs, okay. because if she's white, it's going to pop right up. So, you know so how if, it, if it is a black woman, or let's just say a woman, Ooh, I'll just say like, geez. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. You said black woman, and it's anything but. And her picture just popped up, and it's just like, oh. Yeah, yeah, he's 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 definitely an organ. Yo, shout out, you know, CJ McCollum. You know, I like you pulling trebles. You got a lot of moves, but um, I ain't gonna lie, I did not know until I looked it up. And my guess, I would have put my money. I thought I thought you were staying within the community, but you know, you it's know, whatever okay. makes it's cool. Whatever makes you happy, you know, if you're happy, you're happy. 
interracial marriages are important. But even even if she's white or whatever, I would like to say that I'm sure she had a lot of influence on his decisions. And right. I feel like I feel like when it comes to like marriages and stuff, like that's what I feel like is important is that partnership. The partnership where you learn so much that you make big boss decisions. Because I feel like sorry. I feel like we you know we talk about marriage and like contract versus love blah 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 blah. but if down to the root of it it's a partnership and if you find someone who can put you on and like teach you things to the point where like you're buying a whole vineyard and you didn't even like wine in your 20s like that's like a good thing for you like you found a person who is elevating you so i feel like that's really awesome for him even if she is white you know (laughs) yeah she it says right here um i was even looking into it he was introduced to wine through his wife so you're right he was he was out there in Oregon, I'm like, let's get on it because I'm looking. I even uh, click an article. They got married in a wine year, so wow, that's Damn. definitely. I, this that's definitely sis is thing. living the sis is living the dream. Shout out to her. Ain't she? Ain't she? <laughs> ain't she? She said, you know what? She said, baby, I, I like wine. Baby, I want a vineyard. <laughs> you know, you got it. You know what I'm saying? You gotta give me a vineyard, boss. Stop playing with me. Uh, so that's yeah, that's that was dope. I, I thought that was an interesting story to talk about. Uh, moving into some music, um, King's new album came out, The Melodic Blue, and I loved it. I don't know if you listen to it, if you even listen to Baby Keen, but you know, I don't listen to rap. But give your thoughts. I like but, to hear them. <laughs> it was it was good. I liked it. Um, he does a lot of uh, he's a big with his production. He does a lot of beat switches. So mm-hmm. like maybe a minute and thirty seconds in, like there'll be a three whole different beats in his songs and he switches them up dramatically and it's it okay. sounds like something that everybody can do but not a lot of people can maintain a consistent flow over three different beats or change their flow to the point where it sounds all one and he really he really surprised me because i honestly thought maybe he's just getting notoriety because uh cousin but apparently hmm. he didn't get a Kendrick Lamar he didn't like he didn't even get a co-sign from Kendrick Lamar until he did oh, wow. first so I thought it was a really good album. He so, shows versatility. He has a couple of songs on there, but he doesn't even really rap. It's more of him just like singing and melodicizing. Like he has a song called Issues on there, a song called Scars. That is really good. Just talking about like mental health, things he was going through. It was pretty good. Um, so I, I think it was really a better album than CLB, to be honest. But Oh, wow. Okay. Song for song, for sure. Like song for song, like not many skips on that like he has a song called south africa on there really dope uh him and Ke- him and kendrick on there together called range brothers that was that's really good like it was just real good music like the production okay. was a one and if like he has the things where he's on there rapping but then he has like like issues and scars that's just him singing and being melodic so those you know, are really good uh records um Aaliyah's album got put out on all streaming platforms. Did you listen to mm-hmm. it? Or were you an Aaliyah fan at all growing up? I am an Aaliyah fan, and I did not listen to it. But I do want to hear your thoughts on that <laughs> before uh, I say anything. Okay, uh, Aaliyah, um, well, one, growing up, I definitely, I'm not going to say I was a fan because I really didn't. I don't like. I don't even want to like disrespect. I don't even want to disrespect. Like I knew who she was completely. Like love, love the song "Rock the Boat" and uh, "One in a Million. But I'm not gonna sit here and act like I know other than like three or four songs. Like I know mm-hmm. she was great. I saw it. I listened to it. It was awesome. 
it really, and to be honest, looking back now that I'm older, I really realized how young she was when she died. Because of course, I was so young when she died. So I'm like, oh, she's 22. I'm like, she's she's grown. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And it's like, darn, she was 22. Like, she was a baby still. Like, mm-hmm. and it's crazy how like maybe if she doesn't pass away, does Beyonce even get to where she's at? Is he Leah be where Beyonce is? Is it both you of them? You love to like, bring up Beyonce. What? For no reason. Like Beyonce yeah. didn't do anything to you but continue I, I know i know but no but the reason why i brought her up there because she's she's considered the the greatest w- woman of my generation when it comes to singing and performing and that's what Aaliyah was they were saying she was going to be before she passed before she passed away they were both kind of on the same i think down there almost the same age so i just mm-hmm. thought that, that would be interesting to see what like what would have happened with that um mm-hmm. but i i liked it um the, it's still I'm pretty sure if she released it now, if it just first came out, I think mm-hmm. they'll be doing this thing, rock the boat, all that. One in the well, the, the love- interesting thing about it is that um, you mentioned like if she released it and like I did some research, like when you sent me the topics and stuff that like her uncle is the one who has like all of her masters and like, cause he founded the record label that has all of her music mm-hmm. and he released it without the estate's permission. Like the estate does not support this at all. And I think it's kind of crazy because it's like the estate is the one who's running her Instagram, like her socials, like basically, you know, most of her like name and likeliness. And then her uncle just mm-hmm. has all her music and he's going to be the one who's eating off of all of this. But it's mm-hmm. also like a lot of people are like, it basically makes like it like it's one of the reasons why like it's it makes it harder to listen to the music because it's like you know what I mean like this person is not here to speak for themselves like is it okay like oh, the same thing with okay. Prince's music it's like is it okay like to be sitting here listening to it if it's not released in an ethical matter debating on what you consider ethical but it's also like a lot of people are like with everything that happened with how young she was and the predicament she was going through and the people who believe she was groomed and maybe her family was groomed it's like a lot of people are like well her family wasn't shit so they don't deserve money anyways so it's a really interesting like thing to think about music and art um of people once they're gone mm-hmm like Beyonce and Jay Z and the unreleased Basquiat painting. Why was there a painting of Basquiat's unreleased in the first place? Why? Who? Why, like, like they're holding things capture, and who makes these decisions? So it's very interesting mm-hmm. to think yeah. about. Yeah, I even thought I. It's crazy. I didn't know one. Why I didn't know that? Because like I said, I'm not gonna make it. Like I know a whole a bunch mm-hmm. about yeah, but I've kind of felt the same way you feel, and, and most people probably do feel about that that story. But the. Uh, her releasing her music with how pop smoke is like um mm-hmm. like i feel like they kind of just even with pop smoke triple x um once people die it kind of becomes like a bidding war for like okay how who who has entitled to make money off of this and next thing you know like it's example with pop they they've put out all his music now like there's no more new music for him to put out and his brother came out and said if it was up to him he would have like stretched it out, maybe put out a single or two every now and then, just to so keep his name out there, keep his name uh, alive. But mm-hmm. it makes you think, well, dang, why doesn't his brother have say, uh, uh, even a say in it? You would think mm-hmm. that his brother, his have a say, and it comes back to what you were saying. Like sometimes someone owns the estate, but then another person owns this, and all this stuff is going on. And you know how families are; families have their own little things going on. So. 
Um, thank you. Yeah, I definitely. I didn't even think of it that. So I definitely. Yeah. Uh, I like feel like if I feel like if you're an artist who like makes art and values your art, like write that shit down. Like, I mean, I know it's a crazy topic to talk about like your will when you're like in your 20s like why would I write a will like I ain't got shit but you do have stuff if you have art if you have anything like write that shit down just write it one like you know when you're high or something like write that shit down once like oh I want my sister to have this and blah 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 and then never look at it again that way like at least it's somewhere yeah. because yeah. I feel like that's important like your art and how it gets put out and you have to say so and once that shit is written down Oh, that's your handwriting. They can't say anything. Once that shit's signed, it's yours. So Right, right. Especially, yeah, but intellectual property even made me just think like I have I'll be doing this and with the interviews, it's like you never know. You could pass mm-hmm. away. It goes to the wrong person. Next thing you know, some white people got it and they ran it up with your joint. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so definitely, thank you. That def, def, mm-hmm. definitely good points. Definitely good points. Uh some funny stuff that happened over the weekend. Um Pat Joe and uh Pat Joe and Jabu had a versus and during the verse, remember Nelly and Ashanti used to be a thing back in the day. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was they caught Nelly, you know, sliding his little self over there to hug up on Ashanti after not speaking to her for for however long. And I thought that was, I thought it was pretty funny because I definitely can relate how it is when you see the when you see the ex and they looking real, you know, real good. And it's like y'all didn't really mm-hmm. end up bad terms, you know. It was never bad, you know. So. I asked that to ask this. Um, do you have an do you do you have an ex or someone you choose to mess with that still you're real cool with that always will have like a spot in your heart or anything like that? Do you relate to that? Yeah. Um. No. <laughs> I mean, like, I definitely mm-hmm. have. I. Mm-hmm. How do I say this? Mm-hmm. Anyone that I've dated has always come back. It's like a uh, eating thing. Oh, I feel like guys. I, no, it's true. I feel like guys will do this thing where, like, in the moment, they're, like, and maybe it's because women mature faster, like, biologically, but, like, guys wow. will, like, work on, like, getting their lives together, fighting their demons, however many ways they want to put it. But right. then, like, <laughs> women, like, you know, we just grind and doing our thing. So they see that you're doing good, and then they, like, want to check up on you or doing that. So, like, all guys right. always try to come back. And, like, I'm also not the type of person to immediately cut people off, like, Mm-hmm. Unless you do something that screws me over, then like we're cool. Mm-hmm. So like, but if we're cool, like I probably wouldn't be with you again. Like everything happens for a reason. There's not like I don't really double back like that. Not at least okay. romantically. Okay, so you okay? So you're saying okay? So you're saying well, one, I definitely think when we when we're young that women mature quicker than men for sure. Mm-hmm. That's a biological fact. But I definitely think y'all's cap is lower than ours. I will say that. Mm-hmm. On a on a gr- broader scale, on a general scale, I'll say. Mm-hmm. I'll say that. <laughs> um, as far as the double back thing, okay, okay. So they're always coming back to tell you. I'm right, tell you. But I ain't gonna say. I ain't gonna say that. Hey, hey. Look, I'm not gonna put it past. Look, I'm not gonna put it past you, tell you. You're you're an attractive woman. You got a nice personality. Look, I, they probably look. I I'm pretty sure you probably get a couple good morning texts every every I, day. You just you know. All right, we're reaching, but continue. I'm not, I'm not, of course, I mean, hey, you got hey, to grab something. You got to reach. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> so, um, I can relate. To, uh, nah, not really. I mean, uh, as far as as far as mm-hmm. always. Nah, because the one that the one that probably had the best chance, she she was she was 
I mean, yeah, she was a liar. It was just a toxic relationship. I was, I was happy that, looking back, I'm happy that I got up out of that. That was, it was just, it had its ups, but man, it had its downs. And I was like, I can't be living life like this. So. Yeah, I agree with that. Because I definitely I can't. Like I definitely feel like there's only one person that I can think of that would even make me think of that. But the thing with that is like, there's a greater chance of someone even better coming into my life than me going back. Mm. Okay. I hope they don't listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so it's like that. It's so strong that you don't even got to put the name out there. They... Yeah, oh, they know. She's talking about me. <laughs> okay, okay. Oh, it's all right, man. Everybody's got that one person, but you know we're young, you know. So, so, but you got it. It's it's the it's the awareness to know that you can't. That it was it was a good time, and it was. Because mm-hmm. I feel like you know, like there's like <laughs> ru- there's like person wrong time. Those instances will happen, and it's not a matter of like you guys didn't work. It's a matter right. of like literally like timing. It, it's like um. You never got the chance, right? You never even got the chance to like see what it was. So mm-hmm. if that's the case, then yeah, there may like something could happen in the future. You never know. Okay, okay. Uh, moving. Uh, let's get into some interesting things I saw again with the Joe Biden administration. I don't know if you saw there. He's looking mm-hmm. looking to this six hundred dollar. Anything over six hundred dollars, <laughs> they're looking to basically <laughs> look into it. Um, I saw this and I was like, well. I don't think one, I don't think they're going to be able to do it because that's just too mm-hmm. much. Like the banks are already fighting against it. Like we're, we're not going to send you a report for everything over $600. Like, yeah. That would be so much. You guys can't even deal with COVID and all this stuff right now. You're just, no, that's, that, that, that wasn't even, that's not even going to make sense. So what are your thoughts on that? And after, mm-hmm. and if you needed, I'm going to explain afterwards for the mm-hmm. listener, but I know you know what I'm talking about. Good. Yeah. Um, I feel like there's nothing wrong with them doing that, like ethically. I mean, it's a little bit of a privacy invasion, but our privacy is techno- tech, like in technological, like so many other ways. So it doesn't surprise me, but it's like, you can't switch up and do that now because taxes are already complicated enough to do. So now you're going to tell me that I have to account for every little thing. Like I read an article and they were like, oh, if your parents give you money for... Um, if your parents give you money, like $50,000 to put down for a mortgage, mortgage, you have to register it as a gift tax, but a gift tax is not taxable. All this stuff. So it's like now you're just making things more complicated for people to people for a system that's already complicated. And then in addition to that, when you're an entrepreneur and you're self-employed and you're already like doing your write offs. Now, if you make one mistake, they're going to audit you. And it's like all that shit mm-hmm. is expensive, time consuming. It's like if you, right. guys were, if you guys were doing it from the jump, first of all. In Europe, the government does their taxes for them. So first of all, we're already doing, we're already in the ghetto doing our own taxes. And I want to add more <laughs> Not shit. the ghetto. You said we're already in the ghetto. We are. So like, taxes. if you they want to add more shit, so fuck you. Like, I mean, not fuck you because I understand, but it would be like, let's say if you said over like a million, if this was something that like, I know in that same thing, he talks about like taxing the rich, but like leave the poor people leave the middle class alone leave us alone right leave us right alone. but it went from tax the rich to monitor the poor it's like yeah um it's and it's like you were saying it's definitely aimed for small businesses because i was reading up on something it was like all this is about is going to catch you in a loophole and because you even if they said you look over the tax law they were saying it's so long that you can't even you wouldn't even be able to know if you messed up until you got audited 
So like it's kind of just I think what people what what's happening is government is getting mad because one with this COVID, people were becoming entrepreneurs making their own money. Two, was out was were getting bags and doing whatever they wanted to do with the crypto because you can just do whatever you want with the money and it's not non traceable. And I think this has another. It definitely has to do a little bit with crypto because by the Biden administration is not a fan cryptocurrency because like most people know it's untraceable so you can do whatever you want you can clean money you can do anything you can sell this sell that you don't have to deal with the bank you don't have to deal with and that's the point to be decentralized so i'm all for it um but it seems like this i don't they say it should go into uh go into effect 2023 but i don't think it's gonna happen i think this was just i don't know what the i think i think it's very interesting when like the democrat party tries to be like captain save a hoe but can never do it right like come on now like mm-hmm. i see you're trying to do something that is good but it's too <laughs> like focus on the real problems at hand like you're trying to do something and entrepreneurs don't even know all the write-offs write-offs that they have they don't even have the knowledge now so you're just gonna like penalize people who already don't know it and really backwards yeah it really is it's and it even says um i saw in the summary it says to enforce tax compliance the Biden administration has proposed requiring financial institutions to report to the irs annual inflow and outflow totals from most banks loans and investment accounts Uh (laughs) i'm like yo this is this is wild but this is why i tell people get a passport become become uh, aware and known and find a country outside of the U.S. I tell everybody you should have one country out of the U.S. that you would at least consider living in or consider at least going there for a certain period of time. Have a passport. Because it just sucks. Not- it just sucks that like a lot of countries like you can't have a passport in. Like I would be a citizen of the United Kingdom if I could, but I can't. Because what about like- Canada? What about have you thought of Canada? No, I don't want that. <laughs> have you been to Toronto? I haven't been to Toronto, but I know like I know why people like it. But I would choose Haiti over Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> You're an interesting woman. <laughs> I know that woman is interesting. <laughs> she said I would choose Haiti because I know I understand why you would choose Haiti, and I. You're interesting because <laughs> not that because because you could really. Okay, I could see that. The be- it's for me the be. I don't know. It's because I lived in Hawaii for two years, and then I lived in Guam for two years. So I'm like that island life. It's great, but it's like, uh, I'm telling you, like it's it has its pros and its cons. Like, don't get me wrong, yeah. it's it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, but even but, not just, but even not like. But now nah, you live in Florida, so. But even yeah. not just, but even not just islands. I think like as you know we're black individuals like right for instance like ludicrous and his i think it's a ghanaian citizenship i could be wrong i don't know if it's yeah Ghanaian. i know what you're talking about i know what you're referencing yeah like if you choose to go to like a pan-african country i feel like that's even like number one you can number one you can spread your bread so much more than you getting like a canadian one because why canada is a socialist country like well it's pretty socialist, not all the way but it's pretty socialist and like so they're gonna have like it's going to be, how do I say this without sounding like a fraudster or no, a brown can, girl? No. It's going to be like more regulated. Like don't, 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 don't filter yourself. Say it as soon it's as how comes to your hard. heart. Yeah, it's just going to be harder for you to start a business. More steps. Whereas if you went to like, I don't know, a pan-African country, they'll have rules and regulations, but 
there will be more okay. room for you. It, w- it will be less monopolized. So, yeah. Okay, I see what you're saying. Okay, I see what you're saying. You have more freedom to really Yeah, that's, what, that's why I would choose Haiti. Because if, if, okay. if the goal is, like, starting a business, getting land, stuff like that, like, it's ah, not easier to do that there. Yeah, okay. Perspective I haven't thought of, for sure. I've been, and it's crazy, I've been to the Dominican Republic once, but I haven't been, I didn't, I didn't have the opportunity to go over to Haiti. And Haiti, me being a history, I love, I'm a history nerd, kind of, that's a very mm-hmm. place. So I definitely want to even to go over. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um... Something else that happened over the weekend was the Met Gala. I don't know if you uh, saw that. I was going to just talk about um, mm-hmm. if you saw any, like, your fave outfits, your thoughts on some of the things that they were talking about. Yeah. Shout out to you for inspiring me and bringing the creative out of me because I actually recorded a podcast with my friend Andre about the Met Gala. Like, it's literally, like, an in-depth, like, in-depth analysis of, like, the carpet itself because we watched, like, a live stream. Mm-hmm. Um, but my overall consensus is that I was underwhelmed, um, underwhelmed, like people didn't really come as they should. And a lot of people just relied on what they knew instead of experimenting and trying new things. So I was very underwhelmed. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, they, well, no problem. Uh, I'm pretty sure you guys probably, because <laughs> the Met Gala, it was a lot going on. My first thoughts yeah. were, I don't. Like the thing of the Met Gala that, well, because no, because I realized there's things I don't know, so I didn't know. Mm-hmm. First off, they have themes, but you can come. Mm-hmm. But it's not like you're forced. And I don't know. Are they? For, do they have? Can they can dress? It's a choice. Like you can come there, whatever you want, or you do you have to come in something that is uh, from a designer or something like that, or do you? Can you just come in whatever you want? Because some of the things I'll be looking at, I'm just like. That it makes no sense. Like, 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 I don't know what ASAP Rocky had on. What was he doing? I'm like, you what can, is that? I'm like, why do you have wear, that comforter? He had a comforter. You can, wear, you can wear whatever you want. It doesn't necessarily have to match the theme, but it would be like kind of ridiculous to not match the theme. And in addition to that, I learned from my friend Andre that Anna Wintour like basically approves of everything that goes through the Met Gala before Ooh. you go there. Okay. Who approves? I just didn't get you. You like cut oh, out. Oh no, no. Anna Wintour, and Anna Wintour. Anna like, okay. Yeah, she's like basically like the fashion queen of the world. Like I can't really go into details because I don't have it with me. But like, yeah, she's basically in charge of the whole thing. Um, uh, and yeah, she like, like approves of it. it. Yeah. So like, it got approved, but you do pick. Like when the brands come to you. The luxury brands come to you with like these options they do pick so yeah it is kind okay. of the celebrity's fault yeah i saw I, I i yeah it was just some wild like i didn't like kid cuddy i'm looking at kid cuddy and i'm like okay i'm a cuddy fan so i know that he's already out the box but i'm looking at this nigga and i'm like um <laughs> like i'm like okay what what is what is going on here i'm like i'm like yo because i saw i even saw like him getting ready and i'm like Mm-hmm. I didn't get it. I'm not gonna lie. I didn't get the. I didn't get the dress. Um, I didn't get that. Or if if it, if that if it wasn't a dress, I know sometimes fashion has names for certain specific things, but it looked like mm-hmm. a dress. Um, the eye paint. He had like eye paint. Um, I was just. I was. I. I wanted to get. I because I'm like thinking. Is it? Is it? A, is it? Is it going with the theme? Because I was like, maybe I'm just lost in the sauce. You know, I'm. I'm just looking at it like. <laughs> Mm, I don't know, kid. Like I don't. I, whatever you were aiming for, I feel like you didn't reach it. 
I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. Um, also, I, I heard that they only serve plant-based food options. Now, the reason why I'm I'm against this is because now if you go to a right, they have a big event and say they only serve meat, right? The, there isn't any plant-based options, right? But now that there's only plant-based options, it's like, oh, fuck the meat eaters. You know, are you they, complaining about eating vegetables? No, no, no. What I'm not, I'm not complaining about the eating vegetables. I'm complaining <laughs> that I don't have the choice to mix my plate, and the fact that if it was opposite, it would be, it would be a story. Like, like people would be like, "Oh, you just, you out here just serving." Yeah, because because the difference is that one grows from the earth and one is right. Man grow. I just want the option to make my own choice. Can we can we agree that we should both? You should. At least I mean, have they, the I'm option. sure. No, but I'm sure the plant based men you had plant based options. No, 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 no. I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying along with plant-based options, I should also be able to get... How about the answer is no? Wow. So I'm considering that you're one of them. It sounds like you're one of, it sounds like you I'm are. I'm not one of them, but I see like, I see the idea. If it's like a, mm-hmm. a charity event and they're right. trying to like encourage sustainability, like I can see why doing something plant-based is on a brand. I, and I I'm think... not mad at it because I... Was like the theme food. sustainability? No, but I'm saying it's a fundraising event. So you know what I mean, like. Oh, so you're, you're saying you're saying money. you're saying plant-based options help raise money. No, I'm saying plant-based options are ethically good. So if you're trying to stay in the mm-hmm. idea of being ethically, mm-hmm. you know, good and conscious mm-hmm. and aware, and you have plant-based options, it's a good thing to do. Oh, okay, okay. And so. if someone wants to eat meat, they could go home and go to McDonald's on the way right. home. Right. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. It's just, it's, it's almost like how and I then, feel like, and then you, right. pay, okay. you okay. pay like tens of thousands of dollars to go. So if the mm-hmm. menu bothers you that much, you don't have to go. True. True. I just, you mm-hmm. know, I just think that everyone should have an option to eat something that they're comfortable with, but are you not comfortable um, with vegetables? Um, I'm comfortable with a mixed plate. It's crazy that you're saying like comfortable with like that a plate full of veggies and no meat is making you uncomfortable is yes I yes if I, yes if, if, if i can only I'm like have... holding i'm holding in the amount of laughter that i have because that's sick <laughs> yeah because if you if you if you if you're telling me that i am forced to only the only option i have is plant-based i'm going to become uncomfortable i'm like wait what's well, stop wait, saying what plant-based and just say vegetables no 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 because no based here so i'm gonna call it what it is in the article it's no but just say based. vegetables no 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 because I mean. there's a difference between plant-based and vegetables there's no and between... that's where no that's literally what plant-based means okay so plant-based means vegetable yes it means vegetables and Multiple. vegetable means plant-based so it's just, those are synonyms so those are synonymous yes they are yes okay. so i can choose to use either because they're synonymous i mean if you want to sound fancy, you could say plant-based, but I know I'm not trying to sound food. fancy. I'm just <laughs> Oh yeah. So if you're talking about the plate, if like if you're talking about like the plate, it's like okay, the event would say mm-hmm. plant-based, right? But if you're talking right. about the plate itself or what's on the plate, it would be things made out of vegetables. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cuz I'm saying this to inc- to you know, negate what you're saying. So what I'm saying is if know. I have a plate full of vegetables <laughs> and that's my only option, I then become uncomfortable. Like you know how some people become anxious. That's- 
Or, or you know how some people like are claustrophobic and they get into a in an area and they start to like you know palms start to get a little sweat like what's going on here and you start to get a little uncomfortable. Yes, if I that to me because I, I I agree with Tiana Taylor and Kiki Palmer saying it's kind of yeah kind of it's kind of a little weird that we just don't can't get a chicken wing in here you know it's just but you can but, on the way no home. vegetables you know no vegetables it's the option it's the lack of option you can it's get the, one you don't on have the way a choice. It's the treating me like home. it's treating me like I'm below you. Like, oh, you don't even have a choice in this matter. I'm like, oh, excuse me. All right. It's just, oh, take it or leave it, huh? Oh, bet. Me here and then tell me, okay, cool. You don't but, get um, invited. You pay for your seat. <laughs> no, you get invited. You can get invited to the Megala. But you pay for your seat. If you don't want to eat it, don't pay. Don't go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. I shouldn't. Okay, so we're just, you know, your your real option doesn't matter. No, 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 not even meat eaters, meat lover, because you're definitely sounding like a lover. Oh, I love it. Yeah, it's it's definitely exactly. It's definitely a love. It's definitely a. It's definitely a unhealthy (laughs) relationship for sure. Definitely, it's definitely. My dog said, "Can I get a rib?" Yes, I am aware. Trust me, I have a vegan friend. He listens to these podcasts. He knows. I tell him all the time. Yes, I know that me eating this chicken wing is going to make my blood a little cloudy. I know that. (laughs) I'm okay with that. Thank you. And I would like my option of rib, please. Yes, I know that I could get the barbecue sauce on my on my my nice shirt. I don't give a fuck. (laughs) This this these vegetables, you know, these plant based vegetables are really, you know. I can't do it. I'm sitting here. I'm hungry. I'm hungry, y'all. I'm hungry. If I eat this, I'm going to still be hungry. I mean, you eat. You can eat more of it. But anyways. (laughs) Yeah. So wrapping it up that was uh, we're gonna wrap it up with that um uh, i i was gonna get into the texan abortion law but i was like that might just take at another 30 35 that could be a minutes. that could be a whole podcast itself yeah yeah so we're, we're, we're matter of fact we can bring that up on the next one um but this was a great one uh again this mm-hmm. is that was tom tv i'm your host ab brizzy again talia this was great thank you for coming thank on you. thank you for having me no problem. I'm going to make sure that I save this episode. Um, <laughs> yeah, guys, I definitely had it recorded before this and I lost it. So uh, I'm going to make sure that I save this one and I'll be able to put it out. And I hope Do you better. Guys so uh, thank you again for coming on. This is another episode. Like, Remember to like, comment, share, and subscribe. We're available on all streaming platforms. Just type in Savage Time TV and we will show up. And that's a wrap. All right. Bye. Bye.